we've been looking at some ways in which offspring are required to provide kavod to their parents. And we've seen some of the physical components of that feeding, making sure they have nourishment, transportation, care, warmth, clothing, etc. But this mitzvah of kavod doesn't actually end with the parent's death. Clearly, there's no way to continue to physically honor our parents after they have passed. So the locus of honor for the parents after they have died refers more directly to their kavod, to their honor, their name, their respect for them. So the Gemara says, how is it that we honor our parents after they have died? If a person were saying something in the name of their parent or in the name of their father, it wouldn't say, thus said Abba, thus said my father. Rather, they would say, thus said my father, Mari, my teacher, my father, my teacher. Harini kaparat mishkavo. Behold, I am the atonement for his resting soul. Which itself is a strange language. And Rashi comments on that and says, Let any bad that should come to his soul come onto me. As if to say, let me take any punishment that my father's soul would have to take. That's a big offer, I would suggest. I'm not exactly sure everyone should be asking to take that on, but kacha, that's what the Gemara says. And it continues, though, to say that that that's only for the first 12 months. Because we know that there is a Jewish idea of Gehenim, of something like purgatory in which a person would go down instead of up in order to be purified from anything they had done in this world. But the maximum sentence for that time in Gehenna is 12 months. We tend to say that 12 months itself is only for Rishayim, for wicked people, and that for the rest of us, or hopefully for the rest of us, that that is limited to 11 months, and then after that process, a person could then go on to the good place. So within those 11 or 12 months, at a time when the parent's soul is ostensibly going through this process, of purification, then you would say, I want to take that onto myself. Perhaps that is suggested due to the possibility that while I'm still alive, I can do work of gaining forgiveness and for alleviating that suffering, and I'd rather my parent be able to go through that process more quickly so they can go on to heaven. But after 12 months, a person would say, May their memory be for a blessing, for a life in the world to come. And as Rashi explains there, like I just said, At that point, after 12 months, the soul of the deceased parent has already received what it has received. 
for the sentence for the wicked of Israel in Gehenim, in hell, is only 12 months. That was from the Talmud, and we find almost exactly the same language in the Shulchan Aruch, about 1,500 years later. This seems to be referring directly to the father, as we'll see. A person is obligated to honor their father even after the father is deceased. Ketzad, how? Haya Omer If the person was saying something in the name of their father, Omer Kachamar Abamori, you would say, Thus said my father, my teacher, Harini Chaparat Mishkavo, I am an atonement for his resting soul. Imhu that's within twelve months. And if it is after twelve months, Omer the person would say, May their memory be for a blessing. Interesting already that that is different from the language of the Gemara where it says may their memory for, be for a blessing for a life in the world to come the Shulchan Aruch truncates that and that actually is a very common modality that is used today people generally say may their memory be, be for a blessing and the Ramah adds here there's no difference here between mother and father that both of them would be referred to in the same way and we have the question that if you write something, within 12 months, and they would mention their father in that letter, should you write those words, behold, I am the atonement for their soul, because uh, that letter may well continue to exist after those 12 months are passed, so writing it would extend beyond the 12-month period. And some people would say it also within that time. I imagine nowadays in the world of emails where emails seem to cease to exist and disappear pretty much immediately, they could go ahead and write, Harini Kaparat Mishkavo, I am an atonement for their soul. So let me just take a moment to appreciate the honesty with which our holy books are dealing with the fact that your parent may not have been a total tzaddik. They might not have been a fully righteous person, and they might have some spiritual work to do, as it were, after they die. So we acknowledge that. We acknowledge that there might still be work to do, and I think very generously offer ourselves up to take on and to mitigate any kind of spiritual work that the parent might have to do after they pass on from this world. Though there is a fairly common tendency for people to look at their deceased parents as saints, there is an idea here that that's not doing them any good. Better to simply acknowledge that there might be more work to do and to provide our own selves as willing participants in that process than to simply pretend otherwise. But this idea of saying it for 12 months, why? As I just mentioned... The general idea is that the sentence, as it were, in Gehenna, in hell, lasts for 11 months, unless a person is a Russia. So why do we actually say this formula for 12 months before moving into the less active and more memory-oriented Zichon the may their memory be for a blessing, why don't we go to that after 11 months? So the Taz, one of the commentaries on the Shulchan Aruch, deals with this question directly. And he says, yeah, and there are some people whose parents need 12 months. So 
don't short circuit that process. Give it the full time, and then after those 12 months are finished, then we can full on guaranteed. We can say with no doubt at all. There's not even a tinge of mistruth or untruth that's being told there, and we can fully have that and fully remember them in that way. And I admit, this is harsh. It's a little jarring, but it does allow for a way for the child to, again, to be real and to be honest, and also to be certain that after those 12 months, a process has been completed. If your relationship with your parent was tricky and complicated, and you felt that there were some things that they might have had to do some work on even after their death, then you could be sure that after 12 months, probably after 11 months, but certainly after 12 months, that that work is finished. And as it were, that person's soul has now reached the more refined place and a different kind of relationship can ensue accordingly. But it's hard to shake a sense that there's a disrespect involved here, involved here by, again, offering myself up certainly implies that I either think or am aware that the soul of my parent needs to go through some work even after death. So there is uh, an additional source from the Taz that I just mentioned a moment ago as a commentary in the Shulchan Aruch who said, there's really no zilzul bekavod aviv. This is not any kind of disrespect for the parent. How do we know? Because we say the same thing for a tzadik gamor, even as someone who, when they pass, we know that they were a totally, completely righteous person. We still say the same thing. All we're adding by this, says the Taz, is that if there is something that remains to be done with the parent, I offer myself up accordingly. We're certainly not claiming there is definitely something that my parent needs to go through here, so here I am, and I'm volunteering to mitigate that process. We're saying if there's something that this soul needs to work out after death, I would like to be a part of that, and I'd like to relieve some of the burden on the soul of my parent if I can. But you should know that it's pretty rare. It has been acknowledged already a couple hundred years ago that people basically stopped saying the full formula, Harini Kaparat Mishkavo, behold, I am the atonement for their resting soul. And the pretty popular minhag is just to simply say, may their memory be for a blessing. And even though there are certainly writers and opinions that bemoan the loss of a useful and effective minhag, it is, however, a reality that people, generally speaking, don't say that. So this is just one, really, of many ways that we offer kavod to our parents after their death. Uh, it's actually pretty obscure and pretty rare in the sense that how often do you actually say a pearl of wisdom in the name of one of your parents? such that you would ha then have the opportunity to say this. So there's an incredible list of other activities and behaviors that we do in order to accrue merit and kavod and give honor to our parents. And the main one is to be a mensch, is to be a good person. In that way, you are definitely honoring your parents because people will say, hey, that person is a mensch. They must have had amazing parents. And what greater kavod could there be than that? Another thing people do, it is suggested, is to say Chudishay Torah, to actually generate and teach novel ideas in Torah. And apparently in the Yeshiva Shalmala, the supernal heavenly Yeshiva, where everyone is hanging out after 
they pass away from this world and go through their 12 months. If their offspring say a novel Torah idea, then that gives them a zetz, that gives them a little energy and a little spark in the supernal heavenly yeshiva. So you want to have that. So we know that saying Kaddish is a great merit. I believe that it is very, very worthwhile if a person is saying Kaddish that they should read and understand as deeply as possible the words of Kaddish and what it is saying. Uh, if you take a look, you'll see that Kaddish doesn't mention death at all. Kaddish actually serves as something of an invitation to those gathered present to recognize and to honor God's glory and God's greatness. And when everyone says, Yeah, we see it. We're with you. Indeed, may God's name be glorified and sanctified. That itself is an accomplishment. And by doing so in the name of our parents, we are bringing Kabo to them by causing God's name to be sanctified and glorified because of them. There are other prayer practices that are commonly done in the Jewish world. There's an idea of leading prayers, what's called to actually be the one who leads the prayers. Certainly a beautiful practice. I love it when people learn it over the course of the year, even though they might start the year and not really know what they're doing. By the end of the year, they know it and they can do it full well. I think that's a very beautiful process to go through and a very beautiful merit for the parent. There are certainly traditions of learning Mishnayot, of learning Mishnas, and other kinds of learning for the sake of the elevation of the soul of the parents. And by the way, if the parent said, don't say Kaddish for me, we don't listen. We say Kaddish anyway. And similarly, if the parent asked for something disrespectful to be written on the gravestone, we don't listen to them. There obviously is a very common custom of giving tzedakah in the honor of the deceased. I tend to recommend that that tzedakah at least partially be given to a cause that has Jewish value as opposed to saving the whales or the Boston Symphony Orchestra, again, at least in part. The truth is that if you look at these, none of them are super mysterious perhaps with the exception of Kaddish. These are all ways that we try to bring honor to their name. We do things that are holy and are special in their name. We mention them with respect. We call attention to the wonderful things they've done. We carry on the traditions, both in terms of physical traditions, but also in terms of character traits, etc., that our parents had and that our parents modeled for us. These are all very practical, tangible ways that we can call attention to the wonderful things that our parents did for us. And now that they are past, we can give a sense of longevity and continuity to these wonderful things that they did. And in these ways, we can continue to give honor to them and we can benefit them through these processes and give them nachas even after they've passed on from this world into the next world.